Welcome to another episode of Ride with Janice. Today, we're going to be talking about kicking to go. Join Janice as she runs through a few handy tips on how to get your horse to respond to your body without using your lower legs. Couple of quick safety tips. Make sure you're using the speaker function on your phone so you can hear your surroundings. You can also use some in-ear headphones. We suggest you have your horse saddled and ready to go before any episode of Ride With Janice. If you'd like to know more about anything you hear in this podcast, contact us at pilatesfordressage.com. Also, be sure to sign up to our monthly newsletter where you'll receive news, tips and special offers. It's time to make some moments. Here's Janice. Hey riders, Janice Dulac here. Pilates for dressage, the training and support you need to turn your rides into moments. Hope everyone is doing well today. I'm already on my horse, so if you're near your horse, hop on. I know sometimes I sit on the mounting block for a while and yammer on about this, that, or the other, but I sort of just went ahead and hopped on. My horse was ready to go. He seemed just fine. So hop in your saddle, make sure everything's good to go. And I'm going to talk about kicking today. Kicking. Making your horse go. They often say, you know, kick to make your horse go and pull the reins to make your horse stop, right? That's the, you all are more sophisticated than that. But we do get tempted to kick our horses sometimes when they you know, when they don't want to listen to us. So the first thing we want to get our horse listening to us in any way, shape or form we can, and not, not by kicking or whipping, but by being the best rider we can be, by working on our seat so that when I give an aid for walk, trot or canter, it is clear. That's the problem. Most of us are kind of, and that's what your horse hears because there's so much going on in our body that they're like, do I listen to her shoulders, her rib cage? Do I listen to her thigh, her heel? Do I listen to her hips? Do I listen to her stomach? Because we have all sorts of moving parts. And so what happens is when you have all those moving parts and then they can't hear us. I mean, we just, like I just did to you guys, we, it's garbly gook because everything's speaking at once. So the first thing we have to do is to, you know, stabilize our spine, work on our seat with our abdominal muscles. So as you know, that's what I teach. And that's in all my books and DVDs and online courses is how the heck do you have a better seat? Okay. So that's number one. Then number two, I'm going to help my horse go not by kicking, but I'm going to ask I actually, in my ridermanship course, I, ha- I teach a four-way, four-step process to get my horse to go. I'm not going to go into that, but one of the things I'm going to do, I'm going to stop my horse here, and I stop him off my stomach. I hope you can do that too. So I ask a little bit with by just opening my hips, by using the back of my hips to open my hips. So I don't use a leg at all to ask my horse to go, and I don't use it. I'm going to stop him again. I'm going to pull my stomach in and just say I'm stopping. And I teach a four way, I teach you how to train your horse to do this in a four step series in the ridermanship course. But what I want to talk about, so I'm just going to kind of wrap my legs and kind of hug him forward, right? So I'm going to hug him in a way that's not, oh, how do I say this? It's not like a bear hug that I'm going to wrap around him and squeeze him, but I'm just going to like gently use my thighs 
the back of my thighs kind of come around to be the inside of my thigh a little bit. That's the feeling. The back of my thighs is going to come around, roll my thigh bones around and become the inside of my thighs. Now that's without not taking your knees off, you know, the saddle. Okay, we're going to stop again. So yes, I'm going to bring the inner thighs forward, the back of my thighs to where my inner thighs were on the saddle. So it's kind of like, have you ever seen a ringer washing machine? Those old fashioned ringer washing machines. And if you don't know, if you're too young, well, I was even too young, but my grandmother had one. Go look it up on the, on the web because it's kind of cool. They just, you know, take the wash out of the tub and then, because there's no, there was no spin cycles on those machines. So there was this, these two rollers and you rolled the sheet through the two rollers and so you fed it in one side and it came out the other. So in essence, that's the kind of action. Now we're not squeezing the, the water out of the sheet here with our horse, but we are that action of the rolling of my thighs to ask my horse to go forward. In essence, that's how you follow the horse. Your thighs kind of keep doing that over and over with every step. But the idea that we're not, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to kick, I'm not going to use my lower leg, okay? One of the things I want is that I ride off my seat, okay? Which is my abdominals, my spine, and then my leg. So that's from my hip joint to me down to my knee, not my lower leg, not my heels. I used to ride with digging my heels, lifting my heels and digging them into my horse to make her go, my poor first horse. So instead I've learned that I ride off of my thigh bones, right? And then my lower leg is going to be for, so for other things, like if I, I need to do a leg yield, I, I need to do a canter department, we're gonna take that lower leg back a little bit as I take my inside seat bone forward. But my lower leg is going to be for more finessing, right? For a little bit of tickle with the spur to lift the back a little bit more. Um, but not to kick and not to, you know, not to use, go to my lower leg to make my horse go. Because they get so immune to that, that feeling of whack, whack, you know. And, it, and if I do use my lower leg, if I have to, it's going to be a little bit of like a, I'm not going to do what I used to do, which is, you know, bend my knee, lift my heel up, point my toe down and dig my horse into the, in the side with my heels. We don't want to do that. And we don't even know we're doing that. So maybe go ride, watch a video of you riding and see if that you're um, guilty of that as I was for many, many years. I thought to make my horse go, I had to kind of lift my legs up and dig my heels into the side of my horse. Poor horses. So, um, I've learned now that I can get my horse to go off of my seat and my seat and my upper thighs. The um, ringer washing machine rolling my horse through. So it's, so it's a hug, but it's a hug that says, go forward, go forward, go forward, go forward, right? Not a hug that just grips around his barrel. So as I'm walking, I'm feeling that same thing too, that I'm, I'm rolling my, the inside of my thigh forward forward, 
right? So I'm kind of rolling, I'm inviting my horse to come through my legs, right? A lot of people like to turn their knees in and kind of grip with their knees and then use their lower legs. And um, in my clinics, I often do this. I will sit on people. I'll make them get on all fours and I will sit on them and I will do that to them. And they realize it's like, it feels horrible when you turn your knees, press your knees in the saddle and kick with your legs. But instead, you open those hip joints out to the side, if you will, not taking your knees off the saddle. It's a very um, edumacated use of your hip sockets. But that's the thing that I want to teach riders a little bit more about their hip sockets because um, they're usually sort of locked up. So instead of kicking my horse to go forward, I'm going to kind of roll him forward with my thighs. That's kind of my thought today. And then eventually that when I educate my hips to roll open like that, eventually that's going to help me with my lateral work so that I don't use my lower leg to make a leg yield, but I use my upper inner thigh and my hip to make a leg yield or to make a shoulder in or to make a half pass. They're not dependent on my lower leg. My lower leg is going to be an afterthought. Oh, his haunches are trailing. I may be needing to use that lower leg back a little bit to get the haunches doing what I want them to do. But mostly I want you to think about how you could get your horse to go off of your seat and legs, legs meaning thigh bones, right? Rather than, um, rather than your lower leg. So again, I have a four step method that I teach my horses um, and that I explain in detail in in my ridermanship course because you know when they say have your horse off your seat I'm like okay what does that mean and so through my investigations into my body and my horse I found out what that means and it's really nice when you have that feeling of just those smaller aids but to train your horse it might take to be off your seat might take bigger aids but anyways I digress so today when you ask your horse to go forward into the walk, into the truck. Try instead of using your lower leg, see if you can make your upper thighs do the work that they roll open and like a saloon door that just opens and says, go in, go on in, or in our case, go on forward. So um, Janice, Pilates for dressage. Thanks for riding with me today. I hope you have a moment. If you do, please share it with me. I'd love to hear it. Until next time, have great rides. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Ride With Janice. If you're curious about what ridermanship can do for you and your horse, be sure to visit our website, Pilates for Dressage. Ridermanship is an online training program that allows you to change your posture for more ease of motion in your daily life and while you ride. You'll master correct riding biomechanics and follow your horse's movements in all gates with harmony. Your aids will be invisible and your horse will be happy. The next intake is March 2022, so be sure to sign up to our monthly newsletter and be reminded when our intake begins. Don't forget to hit follow or subscribe on this podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. Until next time.